Thank you for joining us today at the Hospitality Hangout. This is a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Brandon Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we, we most certainly love. My name is Jimmy Frischling. I'm affectionately known as the finance guy, and I'd like to introduce my partner, Michael Schatzberg. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy, but you guys can call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind the brand of strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. This episode is a continuation of our mini-series where we're exploring contactless everything. This is ordering, it's payments, it's reservations, and specifically as it relates to the hospitality business and how we're going to navigate new means of operating our restaurants, our stores, our venues for customers and the business owners, both during this most difficult and challenging time as a result of COVID and as we're coming out of this crisis. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm really excited about today's chat. Unlike our last few podcasts that we've done over the last couple of uh, weeks and months, when restaurants, at least in New York City, were all closed, 100% closed to customers, both in and outside. Recently, New York City has just opened up the uh, outside seating, and uh, our cafes are open uh, across the city, which is great. Other states have also opened up outdoors and, of course, indoors. And there have been some issues and problems with that that we're not going to really dive into today, but really want to talk about technology and uh, what we've been talking about for, uh, for a long time with guests and their ordering and paying. So let's uh, get right into it right now with our guest today, who's uh, joining us, our old friend, Stas Metvienko. He is the CEO and founder of Allset, a company that we love and have used for quite some time at our restaurants. Before I hand over the uh, mic and introduce and let Stas introduce himself, just want to remind everybody in the Hangout that uh, Stas is kind enough to uh, be offering and providing an exclusive promotion to everyone listening today. So stay tuned for that at the end. Uh, we will give you a promotional code, and that should help you out a lot. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Stas. Stas, uh, give us a little background about you and all set for our guests before we start with our Q and A. Hi, Shatsi. Uh, thank you very much for having me here. I really appreciate that and uh, happy to give out some support to restaurants, to your network. We like your restaurants and uh, everybody who you bring in onto the platform and also all other restaurants as well. So in terms of me and our team, we actually been together all the time and we've been working on different products, always in the restaurant industry. We started with... POS, we built mobile loyalty program, the biggest mobile loyalty program in Eastern Europe. We've been playing with pre-orders, integrations, kitchen kind of operations, and we also used to own a bar and the restaurant uh, to, you know, to wear a hat of the restaurant owner and see how we can help with technology. When we had our own ups and downs, we actually felt that the restaurant industry is not as digitized as it can be. And unfortunately, it's not that easy to do like what Uber did with taxi industry, right? You know, over one year, and we're all now using Uber app to call taxi. Uh, so with restaurants, uh, we decided to take on the challenge. And first of all, we wanted to fix our problem that we've been waiting too much at restaurants 
in order to get our lunch. And I was never a big fan of eating out from a box or on the streets or in the office. I actually enjoyed restaurants. Restaurants is, uh, I don't know, maybe in my previous life, I was a restaurant chef or something. Because restaurants always, uh, it's uh, some place for me to hang out, to rest and, uh, you know, to get connected to other real world. But the service at restaurants was always a bit too slow. Not too slow because busy and good restaurants, they're busy. That's it. And I think with technology, we could definitely improve their operations and make them more effective and productive to serve guests faster, to serve more guests per table, per hour. And that's why we decided to create Allset that as a base can help people to just place their order in advance and uh, when they arrive to a restaurant, they will be able to get a table and will be able to serve within five minutes after arrival. And as they paid everything in advance, they're free to go as soon as they are finished their meals. So this was the base, but now we're moving forward to more like pickup options. We're moving forward to healthy dining. We're moving forward to personalized recommendations, integrations, and overall industry digitization. I'll be happy to speak more about that after. Estas, thank you so much for that. And I got to tell you right now, I'm Venmoing some money to Schatz because I didn't think there was a chance he was going to get Matt Bianco uh, <laughs> that as well as he did. So I lost that bet. Um, but but in all seriousness, Stas, we're, we're practicing that yesterday, Jimmy, by the way, in pre- preparation for this podcast. I, I didn't know that when I placed the wager. But anyway, well done, Shatsy. No, so we appreciate you being on with us. We value what you are doing for the industry. So let's jump into some of the things you said, because I love how you brought Uber up, which I think really represents one of the great you know examples of the on-demand economy and how millennials and a lot of folks now really want more control and they want to leverage their smartphones. And I, I think you guys are really on pace and really, you know, you guys did a great job anticipating the, the direction this market's going. I think one of the reasons that the branded team really embraced and was enthusiastic about Allset was you guys really, you know, nailed three things that we were looking at as issues and things that were causing us challenges at our own stores. And that was mobile reservations, that was ordering, and that was payments. You guys attacked all three and essentially are allowing guests to leverage technology to reserve a table, prepay for that uh, meal, or pre-order, prepay, and all in one app. So tell me how this all came to be. How did you decide to build a company that would integrate three, certainly complementary, but none of these are easy things to get done. So how did this all come to be? So thanks God, I actually wasn't a restaurant chef when I had that bullish idea. Because if I were a chef, I was like, that would never happen. <laughs> but, and uh, when we started building that, we just see a vision where I place my order, I go to a restaurant, I have my table, I get served, and I'm free to go when I'm done. So that all appeared, that all includes restaurant reservations, restaurant ordering, restaurant like mobile payments. Also, somehow you need to figure out and balance what to do when guest is a bit late, what to do when guest is a bit early, and how to you know manage that on the kitchen when the kitchen is busy right now, but you have table for 3 p.m. where guest already needs to be served at that time with kind of two main dishes. So that was really challenging at the beginning, but then you know over time, thanks to cooperation with uh, bright minds uh, of restaurant owners like you guys, 
we were able to figure out, okay, so how it can actually be possible. So right now, even the restaurants that never took any reservations now can take orders for dining with all set and they don't need to do any reservations still, but customer will get a table. And actually, in our case, we just know that restaurant, whether they're busy or not, and if they're not busy, just prepare the order not for it to go, but for dining and the customer will pick it up and find where to sit at your counter restaurant. Thanks, Das. You know, I remember when I first met you, and I think it's probably, uh, I'll say maybe two years ago, I don't remember exactly, two or, two or so years ago, and we talked about all set. And really the business model, at least as presented to me, was, hey, I can drive traffic to your restaurant because customers enjoy going out, but sometimes they just don't have the time to sit down and have lunch. And it was a time it really made a lot of sense to me because a lot of customers really didn't have time for lunch. They did want to sit down and not go to, a let's say, fast casual, but they wanted to sit down in a nicer place maybe and just didn't have the time to do it. And you presented a solution, which was they could pre-order, prepay using their phone, and the food would be there as soon as they got there. And you had a whole cool algorithm to do that. And I loved it. And we got a lot of benefit from that. Since COVID kind of came about, has your target audience, or I'm sure your target audience has changed. Can you tell me a little bit about what's changed with Allset from that original thesis of driving traffic to the restaurant? What's changed? Has your target audience changed? And what's really changed at Allset? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, I think this question could actually, the whole situation could have killed us because we've been focusing on dining. When dining decided to be not available anymore, unfortunately, that uh, actually raised um, a lot of questions for us on, okay, how are we going to move forward? And thanks God, we actually launched pickup initiative kind of some time ago as well, which started growing and showing good results. After that, we focused only on pickup, but I'll tell you more on the kind of customership because you're right. We were focused only on lunch diners that want to get a quick meal nearby their office. And plus, we been focusing on the busiest areas, like let's say financial district in New York. We actually became one of the biggest player there. And we switched from city to city model to kind of five blocks to five blocks model. And financial district is the one where we've been highly focused on and we achieved good network effect there, both from customers, corporate diners and restaurants there. You were able to find us anywhere starting from small coffee shops, small salad shop, even up to upscale restaurants or even just a flower shop. So if you're on the run, you can get anything you want with all set nearby. But with COVID-19, busy areas like that are now deserts, <laughs> dead areas. There is no people who want to get a quick meal nearby right now, unfortunately. And we're like, okay, so what's we going to do? How are we going to tackle that? Yes, we have pickup, but where to focus? Where's, where are all our diners? Are they still want to get that quick experience? And then we're like, okay, let's see what's going on. So we sent out to everybody some promotions to see where our customers going to order. And it appeared that people still happy to use our app. And first of all, we noticed that they started using us much more oftener at residential areas like Brooklyn, Williamsburg, etc. Similar districts where people usually live. That means, okay, so our guests are still here, but they're now working from home. So they 
Seems like they're looking for options to eat nearby their homes. This is first that we notice. Second change of customer behavior that we notice is that now they're not looking for a quick bite. They're looking for a safe bite. <laughs> and who but not us <laughs> can offer that solution? Of course, we notice that delivery companies start kind of releasing contactless delivery. And that was really interesting. We were like, okay, so how we can do contactless pickup? And again, before that uh, COVID, we actually started a new initiative to show customers that takeout and pickup is actually good and can be great. Uh, but unfortunately, due to big delivery companies like Uber Eats, Grubhub, those guys spoiled pickup experience because they were focusing on delivery. And pickup was just a small feature they have. So as a customer, when you arrive to pick up your order, restaurants most likely would think this is the delivery guy because they used to receive only delivery orders. And they usually kind of the guidance and the whole experience is not the best. It's not created specifically for guests that want to enjoy the pickup experience. And actually, what does it mean, pickup experience? That was never even an experience. It was just, okay, somebody will pick up. Or like no, no direct guidance on what to do with such guests. We're provided by Grubhub or other guys. So we decided, how about we're going to fix that? How about we're going to create special dedicated areas? We're going to create special guidance for restaurants. We're going to teach them how to provide amazing experience even for pickup. And that appeared to be totally contactless experience with dedicated spaces, with special signs. So customer can come by, see their order with their name on that, with the sign of all set and just grab it and free to go. And this is what we've done right before the COVID. We had over than 40 restaurants and we just wanted to integrate it to all the restaurants. But as soon as the COVID started, we started calling that contactless pickup. No contact pickup. And then we started featuring restaurants that have that dedicated area in the app with no contact pickup page. And then we noticed people started ordering, placing more orders at that restaurants. And that was really interesting. And then more and more restaurants started kind of adding the special dedicated areas with eBlast to all other restaurants. And now, as you see, restaurants pretty quickly embraced that uh, kind of trend. So... I think in the long run, it's not just going to make us safer right now and restaurants and customers to be more confident in their experience at the restaurants, but plus in the future, for sure, pickup is going to be much better than it was before. You know, Stas, there's a lot there and I appreciate that. And I will say during COVID, we've noticed at our stores, if off-prem pre-COVID was, and I'm, I'm guesstimating or estimating 90% delivery, 10% pickup or takeout. And now during COVID, it's become far more 50-50 for a variety of reasons. But I think the return of takeout and the importance of takeout, I believe, is going to become increasingly important to the restaurant owner and operator. But you mentioned earlier, you mentioned the third-party delivery platforms and, and Brandon has made the off-premise stack one of the most important parts, A, of bringing in the tech to bring efficiencies and embolden our restaurants, but also that's been the biggest focus of Brandon's investment thesis, which is again, the off-prem business. So with that in mind, 
there's the third-party marketplaces. You named a few. There is the white label or now affectionately known as the native. And then there's obviously a myriad of custom ordering and whatnot. What advice do you have for restaurants mm -hmm. that are either exploring to launch an off-prem uh, business line or service line or are struggling to find the happy median between committing to the third parties or just doing it all yourself? What advice would you give to restaurateurs? This is one of the best questions I've ever received. Uh, really, uh, I think we should tell more on the research that we've done recently with the restaurants and diners. I can tell you honestly that before, restaurants been using delivery and other third-party platforms, just some extra business on the site, right. just something extra for me. But now, when you have as you said, 50% plus of delivery orders, you can afford. And if you are not super smart about that, then you just don't, you don't even notice how you lose money. The margin's not working like that anymore. And if you still have 30% with your delivery companies, I first of all, highly recommend you to renegotiate it for a second. If you still have their buttons on your website, I can tell you, you're just simply giving the money away because the recent research that we've done shows that now customers, before visiting any restaurants, they're going to your website. They already know where they want to go because right now they're in the residential areas. They know all their favorites in the area and they know that they like your restaurant and they want to figure out how to order online at your restaurant. So obviously they're going to visit your website first thing. I'm pretty sure 99% listeners right now, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the same. And yes, I'm doing the same. Everybody does the same. So you like the restaurant, you go to their website to figure out how to place order and what you see there, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and tons of other delivery platforms that are charging you 30%. Like, okay, I will choose maybe Uber Eats. I like their app and okay, so what's next? So here you just simply gave 30% to a customer who anyway would want to dine at your restaurant so what first thing i recommend you to do is to choose the right partner like the lowest commission i can tell it doesn't matter how good or how bad their product is if they do the basic job and they are really not expensive for you use them or of course you can use all set which is 100 percent free if you place our button there and yeah this is most important so remove all those players that are expensive for you and just let them work for you. That means, okay, it's, it's good to be on their platform, but you're going to pay 30% only if they discovered your restaurant on their platform, not for the customers who already wanted to, the, to taste your amazing food that they've been tasting before and they love it. This is like most important that I wanted to say, guys. Yeah, thanks for that, Stas. And I think at our restaurants, we've been using the third-party delivery platforms for, I mean, we've been a seamless customer for better than 20 years, whenever they started 20 years ago or something like that. So I agree. I believe that there's a place for a little bit of everything for a restaurant. If you've got all your takeout and delivery business with a third party at a 30% commission, that's really not a good business model. You really have to have a happy mix. And to your point, so I know where I want to eat. And I go onto the restaurant site, and the funniest thing is I see on the restaurant site place an order to see that they have Grubhub or DoorDash or Postmates on your own website. And you're just taking that customer who went to your site, and you're pushing them right back to a marketplace, which is – it's funny to me that people do that. 
But um, I just wanted to get to, to another part of our segment we like, which we call the uh, the crystal ball moment. And uh, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but um, I know things are a little crazy right now. But if you had a crystal ball, how do you see restaurants and dining with regards to technology two years from now? So first of all, in two years, you're going to definitely – Asking me, hey, how did you get that one billion dollar company within that short time frame? Right? I'll tell you, Shatsi, that's thanks to the COVID for sure, and not because I'm happy about that. Not uh, this is because COVID simply speeding up the digitization of the industry. Mm-hmm. After the COVID, people would continue using off-premise dining. They're gonna be more interested in ordering online than offline because they already get used to it. We definitely know that we're already in that until the end of this year. This is a lot of people who started using online right away. They forced to do it. And I'm pretty sure most of them will continue to use that further. Of course, dining will be happening, but digital ordering is going to be at least 50% even after the COVID. This is just, you can't avoid that anymore. It's like saying, Hey, let's come back to the regular taxi. Right, Uber you know? But they Uber. say, well, we already get used to Uber. We already have our cars there, have some bonuses there. I have my favorite reviews, drivers. Uh, I can't. Same here. I already have uh, my favorite app that I'm using that have some recommendations for me that where I have card. I don't need to use that cash, etc. Of course, I want to go for dining. And that's still going to be a huge thing if you do amazing dining. But if your goal is just to get a quick bite, a meal or something, even for dining, people are going to use services like Allsat to get it more efficiently for sure. And we're happy to help here. Then in a few years from here, I think all these pre-orders, reservations, uh, payments, integrations and efficiency is already done. It's, we, we even don't need to discuss whether and when it's going to happen. It's already done. We're already here. It will be just uh, kind of, you know, more advanced. But what's next? So we have everything digitized right now. All the menu, all the pricing, all the orders, even dining orders digitized. So what's next? So now we have a bunch of data. And data helps us to figure out what this customer likes, when they like it, and what they like it for the dinner, what they like for the breakfast which type of brand or bread or meat they like, whether they are vegetarian or vegan, who they are, we know because they have, for example, with Ulsa, they have their uh, dietary profile right now. And we're building that in order to, in future, we're going to show them not restaurants nearby. We're going to show them food that fit their profile best nearby. That means that Mm. in the morning, I know that this is the coffee guy. When he opens all set app in the morning, I'll show him amazing coffee options and maybe coffee combos nearby with croissant. Thanks to that, we will show restaurants what people nearby actually looking for right now. And I will be happy to help restaurants to, to, to say, okay, so we have those guys here nearby. So we'll show you what is best for people right now nearby for what time. So we will help you to build those menus. Plus, I think what else? I want to not just make people dine healthier. also want them to increase demand for foods that are not as harmful for the planet 
as other foods. For example, restaurants using not the best ingredients or some special mm -hmm. oils, for example, like coconut oil to prepare that dish. And I'll tell you so by ordering that, you harm that or you harm tropic rainforests, for example, right? So by changing that, mm -hmm. I will step-by-step step help users to be aware that they better ordering this, this, and this, which in, in turn help restaurants to order other items instead of these items, which in turn will help us to, you know, live more sustainable uh, life on the planet. Stas, I got to tell you, it's amazing. Jimmy and I talk about this often. Our whole thesis was based upon that you have to embrace technology. We're getting five years worth of technology in about three months time in terms of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. For me, yes. <laughs> For you guys, I, I keep in my uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm happy to help. Yep. All right. Listen, Stas, we've heard a lot. It's great stuff. It sounds interesting. I'm going to put you on the spot one more time because it's time for the branded quickfire. I'm going to ask you, it's our lightning round, a couple questions real quick. Give us whatever comes to mind. Are you ready? Always, man. For me, there's a smile. When everything's all over with this COVID and uh, we get back to uh, some semblance of order, a normalcy, what is the first restaurant or bar that you can't wait to revisit? So first I already visited one that reopened just this week, and this is Lamar in San Francisco. Lamar. Uh, where are you ordering delivery from tonight? Uh, unfortunately, I'm not using delivery. Okay, so you're cooking tonight. Cooking tonight. I All like right, steaks. Excellent. Winter or Summer Olympics? Winter. What's your favorite show to Netflix and chill to? Space documentary. Any. <laughs> All right. Here's the this, this is the this is the big one. Last question, Stas. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I at a game of trivia, who would you have the better odds of beating? Of course, uh, Shatsi. <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, you're a super honest person, uh, super open. I will see you. I'll use it. I'll... Um, Jimmy, I've never that question five. I've always, I always get. Everyone always wants to play against yeah, me. I, I appreciate that. Except this time, it was he's going to beat you. But then the answer was, is you're the more honest one. Without implying that I'm going to win because I cheat, I'm not sure. I, I, I think that was a backwards compliment to me, Jimmy. You look so good. I almost didn't recognize you. Exactly. Anyway, exactly. Stas, we, uh, we really, Shats and I greatly appreciate you allocating and spending some time with us and sharing your your insights. What you and your team at All Set are doing really is a, of tremendous value to the hospitality industry, not just during this time, but really going forward. And that's really one of the core things Brandon looks for in the folks that we bring on in terms of using their technology or investing with them. But it's really about the hospitality-centric folks, and we appreciate all of the insights you shared with our listeners. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. To our listeners, Shad's kind of teased it at the start, but Stoss and the team at All Set have offered what we think is really a tremendous opportunity for you to get involved and be a customer and a user of the technology. This is really to restaurant owners and operators. If you basically mention Brandon or the Hospitality Hangout, you can sign up for free. He will give you three, or All Set will deliver you three free months of service. There'll be zero commissions charged. And they'll even throw in $10 discounts for your customers will be paid by all set. Free sign up, 
three months free service, no commissions, and $10 discounts for your customers paid by Allset. We highly encourage you, if you want to take advantage of this special promotion or learn more about Allset, you can visit allsetnow.com. That's allsetnow.com or email admin at Branded Strategic, and we'd be happy to set you up and connect you with our friends at Allset. Just mention again, Branded and the Hospitality Hangout. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for the time that you share with us or give to us. We know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. Got a big one coming up. Yes. And, and again, we know there's so many podcasts and we appreciate you hanging out with us. We are excited to share that our next uh, guest on the Hospitality Hangout will be Mr. Brian Anton. He is the co-global head of retail banking at Citibank with a tremendous practice in the restaurant and hospitality area. So we're excited to have Brian Anton join us on the next Hangout. Please tune in and he'll be sharing his inside baseball into the financial future of the industry and much more. That's going to um, be a great one, so Jimmy. I think it'll be a great one, although it clearly can't be as good as the one we just well, had with Stoss. It's not going to be as good as the one we just had with Stoss at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our exciting guests that we'll be have coming up in the future. And better yet, we encourage you to invite a friend to hang out with us the next time. So this is Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, wishing you well, and I'll pass to my partner, Michael. Thanks, Jimmy. This is the restaurant guy, Shatsy. And from all of us at the Hospitality Hangout, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.